Singing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. We received a question. Hadn't there always been wars and rumors of war? And that's true. And what's the difference now? Well, according to the Word of God, it's going to be uh, intensified and not only with intensity, but frequency as well. And that's exactly what's happening when we come uh, the closer to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ in the second advent before the day of the Lord. It's going to increase in the judgments of God in a famine, pestilence, sword, and noise and beast, God's four sword judgments, not to destroy the earth, but to get man's attention to turn back to the true and living God. God uses judgments to get people to see that he is the Lord God Almighty. There's not a trinity. There's not a binary. There's not a oneness doctrine where the man's not God, but has God in it, in him, as most of the oneness Pentecostals preach and believe. But the man is God, always has been God, and always will be God. He is the only begotten son, monogamous Huos. He's the only begotten God, monogamous Theos. He's the only begotten one, monogamous Yaqid. There's not another. It's a sole, unique, solitary one. And that is Jesus Christ, the God Almighty, manifest in flesh and went back to his former glory. Now that's the true gospel of Jesus Christ. It's very simple. It's the doctrine of Christ. Christ is the spirit who became a man, Christ, revealed and died, buried, rose again, and then entered into his glory, Christ the spirit. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name, which is the only revealed name of God, the blood name of God, the, the name that is above every name, Jesus. Jehovah's salvation, not Jehovah Jr., not God Jr., but God himself is our salvation. Jehovah is our salvation. That's his name. So he that believeth on Jesus, Jesus stated, does not believe on me, but on him that sent me the testimony that God gave of his son that, son, that he is the only true God. And God stated that in Isaiah 43.10, Philippians 2.6-8, You are my witnesses, saith the Lord, the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, that self-existent eternal spirit of God, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand, have the perfect understanding of the Godhead, that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall be after me, is what God said. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. See now that I am God thy Savior, the Lord thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Paul states the same thing in Philippians 2, 5 through 8. But what about the judgments of God? Is that a sign of the coming of the Lord? Yes, it is. Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 10, Luke 21 states that. But we see in the revelation of Jesus, he tells us exactly what will happen before the second advent of our Lord Jesus Christ when he comes the second time without sin unto salvation for the salvation of his saints. We see in Revelation 5, Verse 1, there is, uh, according to the word of God, I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within 
and on the backside, sealed with seven seals. And saw a loud and a strong angel proclaimed with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the books and to loose the seals thereof? Now, when we understand the seals are the very heartstrings of God, they're revealing his love to the inhabitants of the earth. That is the title deed to the earth, which is his. The earth, is, earth and the fullness thereof is the Lord's. And there's not another. He's the only true God in eternal life. But he's going to reveal his identity through judgments. Judgments uh, there are in the earth. Men will learn righteousness, that he alone is God and there's not another. But what about this book? This book is sealed with seven seals. And most people say, let's stay out of the book of the Revelation because it is a book that is so terrible, so full of terror, so full of judgment, so full of death that they just can't stand to read it. But yet the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave it to him to show unto his servants, that's the people of God, things which must shortly come to pass. Sent and signified it by his angel unto John. John's in the spirit of Elijah. That Elijah must first come and restore all things because the Lord Jesus will not come until all things are restored. We see that in Acts 3, verse 20 and 21. The heavens must receive Jesus until the times of the restitution or the restoration of all things. Us all things of faith. Because now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now all God's ways are perfect. All God's ways are judgment. And that's how God gets our attention. Now we see that this book is sealed within and on the back side. What is this book? Same book that John is going to be told to eat all of it, not partial, but the entirety of the book. Not just a few scriptures out of the book, but obedience unto all truth. We see that in Revelation 10. The seven thunders uttered their voices, uh, and John heard their voices and was about to write, and said, Write it not. But take that little book out of the angel's hand and eat you all of it. It'll be sweet to your mouth as honey and bitter to your belly. Why would it be bitter to your belly? Because of the judgments of God. We see that John did take the book out of the angel's hand. No one's going to give it to you. You've got to take it. The kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. They press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, as many as be perfect, perfect in God's sight, be thus minded. That's the mind of Christ. And if you be any otherwise minded, Paul states to the church at Philippi in the third chapter, God will reveal this even unto you. Those are the judgments of God. The only one that has prevailed to open the book is the Lord Jesus the Lamb of God slain from the foundation of the world. Now John takes that book and eats all of it. He took it out of the angel's hand. 
And when he did, it was sweet to his mouth as honey. That's a revelation of the word. And bitter to his belly. Then it was told John, this is the last day, preaching of the gospel in all truth and all power in the kingdom of God to all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then the end will come. John, you must again prophesy, preach, proclamate, publish. Again, again, what? What he's just literally ate of the word of God. That little book, the Bibliaridian, that God has taken the word of God and compressed it to where we can eat all of it in the season of tabernacles and give us the understanding of the book in all truth. And that is going up into Jesus in all things, all faith, all truth. And we're, we're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. And John, you must again prophesy before many nations, kindreds, tongues, and kings. John is in the spirit of Elijah, which must literally preach the word of God and restore all things. Jesus stated that in Matthew 17, coming down off the Mount of Transfiguration. There's the work of the ministry on the Mount of Transfiguration. And we'll go into that in depth. Why? Peter, James, and John, only the inner three, were on the Mount of Transfiguration. Then saw Jesus there on a mountain apart, along with Moses and Elijah, because it's all Christ. Christ, there is Jesus, the Lord God Almighty, who did only redemption miracles, redeeming us. And he is the resurrection and the life. And every miracle that he did was to reveal that he is and will always be the life. He never killed anybody. He healed all manner of sickness and disease. All that came unto him were delivered. That is Jesus Christ, our God, our Savior, the Lord that heals us, Jehovah Rophika. He is the Lord that saves us. Jesus, the Lord, our salvation. He is our peace, Jehovah Shalom. He is our righteousness, Jehovah Tendishkinu. He is revealed as the only true God, not a trinity, not three persons in a Godhead. Only one person of God revealed in the last day, the revelation of Jesus Christ, that he is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, which is, was, and is to come the Almighty. He's always been the Almighty God. Always has been, always will be. That's Revelation 1.8. So the judgments of God are to reveal who he is and his essence, his identity, who he is. And that will be the final revelation of Jesus Christ to all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then the Lord himself will come he will descend from heaven himself with a shout with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. We which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort you one another with these words. But there is a great work, the work of the ministry, 
there in these last days that God is preparing his body, the church of the living God, for in the work of the ministry. Not only knowing who Jesus is in his person, that he is the Lord, the Father of glory, the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, but also his work, the work of the ministry. It's a work of judgment. And we will find that the saints of God will have this honor. If we take a look at judgments uh, that will be revealed in and through the body of Christ in Revelation 11, that God will give power to his two witnesses. It's not just two men or two prophets. It's the body of Christ in the fullness and the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ, as stated in Revelation 19.10. John saw it. He also saw Trinity, but he also saw the, the true and living God, Jesus Christ, and those that were in him, through him, and by him in the last day work of the ministry. He saw the Trinity as three unclean spirits like frogs, spirits of devils working miracles, coming out of the mouth, that's the oracle of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. It will overthrow this triune God that's a false deity. It will overthrow it and stomp it to the ground. That will show that it is Mystery Babylon, the great the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. That she wears the scarlet, she preaches Jesus and his death. She wears the purple, preaching him the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. But she can never wear the blue because the blue is confessing that jesus is the father she says i said a queen i am no widow and i will see no sorrow no tribulation none of the judgments of god will be upon me she states but judgment must first begin at the house of god this is sealed up among god's treasures god stated that even in the pentateuch in the torah deuteronomy 32 is this not sealed up among my treasures, saith the Lord? For the Lord will judge his people. Peter stated it. For judgment must first begin at the house of God, and the righteous scarcely be saved. Then where shall the end of the sinner and the ungodly appear? In Deuteronomy 32, God stated, Is this not sealed up among my treasures? The treasures are revealed in and through the body of Christ. That's the mystery of God and the Father of Christ in Colossians 2, verse 1 through 9. That we have the full understanding and acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ in whom are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Well, where is it revealed? Well, take a good look. Because in Deuteronomy 32, that it is sealed up among God's treasures and where the treasures revealed. That's 2 Corinthians, the third chapter. That God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ. There's four faces there. A lion, man, ox, and eagle, as proclaimed in the four Gospels uh, of Jesus Christ. Matthew proclaims him as the lion of the tribe of Judah. That's one face. That's the cherubim in Genesis uh, 3.24, the Lord in a Christophany there, a theophany. 
that God is manifest there as cherubim. And a flaming sword, sword turning every which way to keep the way of the tree of life. Genesis 3.24. That's a capital C, cherubim. That's the Lord Jesus himself. That's Christ. And we find those four faces of the Lord Jesus, that he is the line of the tribe of Judah, according to the gospel, according to Matthew. He is the perfect man, according to the gospel of Mark. He is uh, the suffering servant, the ox, and the gospel, according to Luke. And he is the eagle, according to the gospel of John. Those are the four faces. Now look at 2 Corinthians 3. God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure. We, the body of Christ, the church of the living God, members in particular, we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God and not of ourselves. What does it reveal? The revelation of Jesus. The Lord is that spirit. That's the first and foremost that Christ is that rock. He is God in every office. He is the spirit of God in every function and every office of the spirit. That's Christ. That was given as the foundation rock in Matthew 16 to those that have an ear to hear. You got to dig deep. You got to dig through all the various shifting sands of doctrines of ecumenical councils and synods and various doctrines of the churches to find the true rock. And they dig deep that Jesus said, the wise man, and founded a rock. That rock is Christ and built his house upon that rock. Everything else is sinking sand. It will shift and will not stand in the day of judgment, in the days of the Lord in his judgment laid to the line, righteousness of the plummet, revealing Christ in the height, depth, length, and width of Christ. We behooves us there to prepare ourselves, not only knowing the person of Jesus, that he is the father of glory. That's just little children. It's not full grown. We've been born again. We see that in 1 John 2, 12-14. John said, I write to you little children because you have known the father. You know that Jesus is the Lord. That's his person, who he is. He is the Lord Jehovah God Almighty. He has been and always will be God. He is the Father of glory, the Word. He is the Holy Ghost, always has been and always will be. Jesus didn't think it robbery to be equal with God. Philippians 2, 6. In all of his attributes. There we find the person of God, that Jesus is the Lord. That's what revelation of Jesus Christ in the last book of your Bible reveals starting out. Revelation 1, 8. He is the Alpha the Omega, the beginning and the ending, which is, was, and is to come. The Almighty, that we know that. That is a basic foundational truth of the rock and no other foundation can be laid than what is laid, which is Jesus Christ. But now we get into the work, the work of the ministry. And the first thing there, that excellency of the power is of God, not of ourselves that God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ, but we, the body of Christ, have this treasure in our earthen vessels. That the excellence of that power it be of God, not of ourselves, for what is it revealed? The Lord is that spirit. Don't stop there. But where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. 
That's the law of the liberty of life in Christ Jesus, which must be fulfilled in us. We must walk in the light as he's in the light. They have fellowship one with another, blood flow in the particular members of the body of Christ. And that blood of Jesus then cleanses us from all sin. That is a requisite for being in the blood flow in the present truth. That is the Lord Jesus Christ eating his flesh and drinking his blood in the proceeding word in the present truth of the word of God by which man shall live thereby. Every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That's present truth and now faith. And that is what is being revealed to the church now. And it's judgments. Notice that that book was written uh, uh, within and on the back side. We see that in Revelation 5.1. Well, what is that? We see that book is the same thing mentioned in Ezekiel 2. Notice that starts the judgments of God in his four sword judgments that we see stated there in the prophets. Ezekiel being one. His four sore judgments. Famine, pestilence, sword, and noisome beast. And only a third will stand. Now take a look here in Ezekiel 2 about the same book that is being opened, the word of God in Revelation 5.1. By the Lamb of God himself, who's the only one that's able to open that. And he states uh, there in Ezekiel 2, and told Ezekiel, And thou shalt speak my words unto them, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear, for they are most rebellious. General population is in rebellion against God and the truth. But thou, son of man, hear what I say unto thee, be not thou rebellious like unto that rebellious house. Open thy mouth and eat that I give thee present truth of the word of God. Eating the flesh of Jesus and drinking his blood and the proceeding present truth of the word of God. And when I looked and behold, a hand was sent unto me. And lo, a roll of a book was therein. There's that hand of God. There's that book in the right hand of him that sits upon the throne. That you see in Revelation 5.1. We also see it in Daniel 7.13. Then coming to the Ancient of Days, the Son of Man. Giving him a kingdom which will be no end and a dominion forevermore. And he spread it. This is Ezekiel 2 verse 10. He spread it before me. That book. And it was written within and without. Within and on the backside. And there was written therein, what? Lamentation, mourning, and woe. These are God's four sword judgments upon mankind for us to turn to the living God. For he hath torn, he will heal us. He hath smitten, he will bind us up. Hosea 6, 1 through 4 tells us that. After the second day, he will revive us. We're past revival. We're coming into the new thing. And in the third day, I will raise you up. That's where we are now. 2022. In the third day, I'll raise you up. You will live in my sight. And he goes on and says, And if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning, and he will come to us 
the coming of the Lord, the parousia. He'll come to us as the rain, the former and the latter rain in that first month. The former rain was in Acts 2, that Pentecost, the former rain of the Holy Ghost. That was uh, that corn harvest of wheat and barley. There, that was in that former rain. But now it's a measure of wheat for a penny, three measures of barley for a penny. That is uh, the Feast of Passover, Unleavened Bread, and First Fruits. That's the Feast of Barley. For a penny, you can still buy the truth and sell it not. Must enter into that. Uh, that buy that measure of wheat. That's Pentecost. For a penny, you still can buy the truth and sell it not. That's that black horse rider. But see that you hurt not the oil and the wine. That's fruit harvest. Those are the ones that are sealed in Revelation 7. The apocalyptic sealing uh, there of the servants of God in their forehead by receiving the last day work of the ministry. And after they have received this word, they are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise until they receive the promised possession overcoming to the end. Notice this book is the same. And in Ezekiel 3, we see what it is in this roll of the book. We're going to see it again in Zechariah 5 that goes forth there and all that come against it will be destroyed. Now, take a look at Ezekiel 3. Moreover, moreover, he said unto me, Son of Man. That Son of Man is the kingdom office of the Spirit, which includes the body of Christ, Jesus the head, and we, the individual members of the body of Christ, making up but one body that fills heaven and earth. And he said, eat thou that thou findest. Find that present truth of the word of God and eat it. Believe it and hold and be established in it. Eat this roll and go speak unto the house of Israel. So open my mouth and he caused me to eat that roll. Notice what John ate in Revelation 10. Same thing that Ezekiel's eating here in Ezekiel 3. And he said unto me, son of man, Cause thy belly to eat, and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. Then did I eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness, same as in John, the revelator. And he said unto me, Son of man, go get thee into the house of Israel, and speak with my words unto them. And he goes on and says uh, that there will be this noise of wheels, the noise of a great rushing. This is the latter rain. It's the latter rain of the Holy Ghost. It will be the judgment of God to those that have an ear to hear and believe it will be saved for the salvation of their souls. The ones that do not, it will literally, literally uh, dispel and destroy them. The wicked will not understand these things. When he goes on and says that to Ezekiel, I have made thy face, that face now that we're in, that face of the Lord. God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus. But we, the body of Christ, have this treasure in earth and vessels. That's us. 
And he said, I've made thy face strong against their faces and thy forehead strong against their foreheads. That's the reason why the sealing of God's servants in their foreheads are so important in these last days that God is doing now. And as an adamant, harder than a flint, have I made thy forehead. Fear them not. Don't fear the wicked. Neither be dismayed at their looks, though they be a rebellious house, rebelling against God. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto thee, receive in thine heart and hear with thine ears. What is happening here? It's the same book. What is happening? And go get thee to them of the captivity and to the children of thy people and speak unto them and tell them, Thus saith the Lord God, whether they were here or whether they will forbear. And that's exactly what God, uh, in his visitation to me, on the 19th of January, 2019, said, Seal my people by my word. Even as I send my angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. Not of any of my righteousness or my holiness, but for his great name's sake. And we have done our best to run with that word as a servant of the Lord Jesus, popping the rag and shining the shoes of the body of Christ. And the spirit took him up and I heard a voice of a great rushing saying, blessed be the glory of the Lord from his place. And also the noise of the wings of the living creatures that touch one another. Those living creatures are the zoe, are the beasts before the throne of God in Revelation 4 and Revelation 5. They are not angels. They are the body of Christ in a higher glory. They sang the song of the redeemed in Revelation 5. What is happening here? This is the, the judgments of God that will go forth. And we see that also that these four sword judgments of God will go forth over all the earth and that this peace that will be preached by the church in the last days is a false peace. The mystery of Babylon, the great the mother of harvest and abomination of the earth and the false prophets will preach peace where there is no peace. And Jesus said, do you think that I come to send peace on earth, but rather a sword to set a man at variance. Father against son, mother against daughter, mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law. And these four sword judgments will be famine, pestilence, sword, and noisome beast, even as proclaimed in the book of the Revelation. And the people that repent and give glory to God, there can still come in and be saved. The ones that do not will be cut off. We see the same in Zechariah 5. We see this judgment, the Solomon's porch of judgment. And we find in Zechariah 5, and I turned and lifted up my eyes and, and looked and behold, a flying roll. There's that roll again, written on both the front and on the back side. And he said unto me, what seest thou? What's the revelation? And I said, I see a flying roll, and the length thereof is 20 cubits, and the breadth thereof, 10 cubits. Well, what is that? So let's take, that is the work of the body of Christ. When we see 1 Kings 
in 1 Kings 6, verse 3, and the porch, Solomon's porch of judgment, the porch before the temple of the house, 20 cubits was the length thereof, according to the breadth of the house, and two, 10 cubits was the breadth thereof before the house. And this is the judgments of God. And he says that, that flying roll is that judgment porch of the Lord God Almighty. And he says there, he said unto me, this is the curse that goeth forth over the face of the whole earth. O earth, 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 hear ye the word of the Lord. What is happening? For every man that stealeth shall be cut off as on this side according to it, according to the word of God, according to the judgments of God. And every one that sweareth shall be cut off as on that side according to it, front and back side, before and behind of this flying roll. Flying means it's going over all the earth. And I will bring, bring it forth, saith the Lord of hosts. There it is. The judgments of God, the revelation of Jesus. The ones that believe it will be sealed in their forehead. The ones that do not. Go on and let's read. And it shall enter into the house of the thief. The ones that have belied the Lord that have not given him the glory due unto his name, Jehovah's salvation, denying the only Lord God, perverse things. These men that are foreordained to condemnation, turning the grace of our Lord into lasciviousness, denying the only Lord God, Jude tells us in his epistle. Acts 20, 29, Paul states it again, that immediately after his departure, grievous wolves shall come in among you, not sparing the flock among the church. Revelation 2, that Satan's seed is in Pergamos, where Satan dwelleth, right in the church. That's the same thing that Peter said in 2 Peter, the second chapter, verse 1, uh, verse 1 through 3. 2 Peter 2, he said they're speaking perverse things, uh, damnable heresies brought within the church, bringing along themselves swift destruction. It pays to serve the living God, but the ones that deny that Lord God Almighty and not only the person, but the work of the ministry and judgments will be cut off. And he says the thief, and it will enter into the house of him that sweareth falsely by my name. They call the name of Jesus, but they do not honor him in obedience unto righteousness unto holiness. It shall remain in the midst of his house and shall consume it with the timber thereof and the stones thereof. That consuming fire that God hath promised yet once more, he shakes not only the earth, but also heaven that all that can be shaken may be removed as of things that are made. Every man-made doctrine will be cut off, saying then that we have a kingdom which cannot be moved, that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. We're the remnant of the seed that keeps the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus for the salvation of our souls. The angel that talked with me went forth and said unto me, Lift up now thine eyes and see what this is that goeth forth over all the earth. And I said, What is it? And he said, This is an ephah that goeth forth. An ephah. You have an omer, a tenth part of an ephah, 
for the manna that you gather daily, the, that eating the flesh of Jesus and drinking his blood. But this is excess. This is an ephah. And he said, he said, moreover, this is their resemblance through all the earth. This is how you know it. And behold, there was lifted up a talent of lead, not gold and silver of the word of God and the glory, gold for the glory of God and silver for the redemption. No, this is lead. It has a weight, but it's false. It has no content. It is uh, uh, the clouds with no water. It is uh, uh, cisterns that can hold no water. There are trees plucked up by the roots. These are the ones that claim they know God, but do not serve him in obedience. This is the ones that draw close to him with their lips, but their heart is far away. And what is it? It's a talent of lead. doesn't have the glory of God. This is a woman that sitteth in the midst of the ephah. It's the false church. And that's her doctrine, the lead. It is self-proclamation, self-exaltation, speaking of themselves, seeking their own glory. And he said, this is wickedness. This is the wicked man following the wicked one, that capital W-I-C-K-E-D, that Paul said, and that wicked one will be revealed. And the ones following them are in wickedness in a false peace doctrine of Christ. And he cast it into the midst of the ephah where the woman is. That's her doctrine. And he cast the weight of the lead upon the mouth of it, out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, out of the mouth of the false prophet. That's the call. That is the mouth of uh, their expression of what they hold to be truth, which is a lie. Then lifted up mine eyes, have that revelation, and looked, and behold, there came out two women, not one, but two. And the wind was in their wings, the false wind of doctrine. For they had wings like the wings of a stork, not the wings of an eagle. We will come up and bear up on the wings of an eagle. We will walk and not rave uh, and uh, run and not faint and uh, be lifted up on eagle's wings. But these are stork wings. This is a false doctrine. This is a crane and a swallow observe the time of their comings and the stork knows their time, but my people know not the judgment of the Lord. There, the judgment of God is there for the saints of the living God to know the true God in eternal life, Jesus Christ, and to give him the glory in the work of the ministry, not just the person, but the work. And they lifted up the ephah between the earth and the heaven, not Jesus Christ. They're lifting up all the substance. They're lifting up the abundance of flesh, lead, that has no glory in it at all in silver, no salvation or redemption in it at all. That's what they left up. It's vanity and vexation of spirit. It's lifting up self of man that God will take you away that you are. No sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth that every bond that comes to Jesus and just repents are going to heaven, which is a lie. Therefore, I said to the angel that talked with me, Whither do these bear the ephah? Where's this doctrine going? It has on the wind of this wind of doctrine. Where is it going? And he said unto me, to build it and house in the land of Shinar, of Babylon, of confusion. 
and it shall be established and set there upon her own base, not the foundation of Jesus Christ, but her own, her own base of the false church that will see no sorrow, no birth pangs, and do not know the judgments of God. They follow the stork as peace, and because of that, they will be cut off. We are to give him the glory due to his name. Jesus Christ, the only true God in eternal life, not only that he's the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, the Father, Jesus is the Son of God, the Father revealed. He is that quickening spirit now, but not only that, the work of the ministry. We must know this great truth that these seals, uh, trumpets, uh, and vows of God uh, revealing his uh, four sword judgments upon the earth, oh, earth, earth, earth. Hear you the word of the Lord. It's a time to come into the truth. Be sealed in our foreheads. Seal the servants of God in their foreheads that God is doing now. Those that have an ear, let's join together in the work of the ministry. Give me a call, leave your message on my phone, and I will get back to you so that we can work together, lifting up the true God and eternal life, Jesus Christ. The Holy Ghost is bore witness with your spirit that this is the truth, then let's work together. We are definitely called for it. If you know the will of God and knowing that God is going to do this great work in the last days, then don't procrastinate. Give me a call. My country code is plus one. Area code 903-746-4885. Again, leave a message and I'll get back, back to you. We have many ministers calling, and we have over, over a thousand since 2012, and especially since the visitation in 2019 that have come into the one God revelation of Jesus Christ, that he is the Father of glory, always has been God, and always will be God, that Christ is every office of the Spirit, that who is a liar but he that not that Jesus is the Christ, 1 John 2.22. He is Antichrist that has denied both the Father. Why? Because Christ is the Father, and that Christ is also the Son of God. He's denied the Father and the Son because Christ is every office of the Spirit. Only one Spirit of God, one, the one Christ who is all that God is, was, or ever will be. That's the revelation that God is taking to the world now. And the revelation of Jesus Christ. The ceiling's going on now. Let's work together. Please call, leave your name and a message. I'll get right back to you so we can work together again. Country code plus one. Area code 903-746-485. Well, I pray that God perfect that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be perfected there and be blameless at his coming, both spirit, soul, and body. Hearing well done, thou good and faithful servant. Uh, there, until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold the real Jesus.